0: It is time to partner with Betfair and preview Jolly Beggar Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are recording episode 92 of the One One, your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is almost 12 noon on Thursday, the second of September. Northern in action this afternoon, Belmont on Saturday, and it's Coolgardie Cup Day at Kalgoorlie this Sunday. i oh, no doubt you'll be getting involved in uh, in Kalgoorlie, Guru. Without doubt, without doubt, always look forward to me Sundays at uh, at
1: Kalgoor. Heading out for a luncheon on Sunday. Actually, I'm going to um, with with Nicola and her friends. The uh, what's the Irish pub in Uh, uh I can't think of its name. Anyway, going somewhere for a couple of gin for a couple of gin on uh, on Sunday. So I'll be that I'll, I'll be that I'll be that person at the table looking under the phone and watching Kalgoorlie races <laughs> <That's just laughs> while everyone else is conversating. So
0: now, uh, what about know. the football? What a week! The mm. AFL grand final has been confirmed for Optus Stadium. We've got a uh, what is it? What do they call it? a semi final this Saturday? Yeah, semi final yeah. this Friday night between Geelong and the Greater Western Sydney Giants, also uh, known as the the also rens <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they'll be in action at Optus, and the following week it'll be the winner of Geelong Giants will play Melbourne in a preliminary final, and of course uh, the winner of that goes through to the grand final. There's mate. Perth's going to be absolutely rocking with that. You coming to the, Are you coming to the prelim? I'm, I hope so. I'll be there. I'm. I'm definitely there. Tommy Atkinson and I are going on Friday night. What's the plan for the prelim? What have we got? What are we got cooking? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I got some. I got some tips. I asked you yes. I need to know today though. Oh, this part, of, we the, this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, do, oh, about know, uh, I've been offered a grand, I've been offered a grand fight, some grand final packages as well, but uh, not, not cheap, not cheap. I'll tell you what, that's, um, yeah.
0: Once in a lifetime a opportunity.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll be there No, I'll be there, but um, yeah, cool. no, looking forward to it. Mate, this, so, uh, yeah, maybe we discuss that afterwards. Eh?
0: Mate, this is going to be, this is, the next three or four weeks in, uh, in Perth is just going to be immense. Rocking. Immense. I can't wait. I mm. uh, can't wait. So if, 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 um, Imagine if we can get a berth at the grand final. That would be something else. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's a Melbourne Port. I think I think they're the two best teams for mine, and uh, and uh, that 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 would be a uh, a fitting grand finale. I would have thought for season twenty twenty one. I don't want to put the mockers on them because uh, we've got a little syndicate with a few of the lads, bread bags, McShaff,
1: and Connaughton. And uh, we backed uh, back the Ds for the flag a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we'll I don't want to put the mockers on them. Oh, I think we just took about four bucks. But yeah. um, it was more just for an interest sake. But, uh, yeah, I think Ds are very, very hard to beat. I reckon away from higher. I reckon the only team that you come across here and knock them off would be the um, – would be the Doggies at the best. I reckon that would be the best grand final. If the Doggies can find it in the next couple of weeks, that would be your best grand final. Uh, There's something about Port Adelaide I just find a little bit unlikable. Maybe it's it's probably their president. Could be their coach. There's, num- there's a number of options. Um, there's a number of options. Actually,
0: I'll, I'll, I was I completely. I know this is a racing podcast, but I completely. I haven't seen a lot of Port this year. But what I saw last Friday night, I was like, oh, hang on, here we go. These are uh, they're the real deal. Port. They were very nah. good. Di- very good dispatching of Geelong on their home turf. So yeah, they uh, Geelong uh, Melbourne and Port. That would be the grand final for me. I think that would be that would be something else. But uh, anyway, we've got all that to look forward to, Guru, over the next three or four weeks. And uh, so racing is going to be heating up. Footy is going to be heating up. The uh, west coast of Australia is going to be the place to be.
1: Yep, certainly is. I'm uh, yeah looking forward. Great time to be a groper of sand. Exactly. All right, over to you. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market city mates. Get out stakes competition and don't forget our champs and challengers. See how I got yeah, rid of the very New Yeah, very, well very well done, AJ. Yeah. Edition uh, of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. Uh, Brad the butcher McManus comes back for another uh, for another crack and uh, and Brennan um, what's Brennan's last name? Fiennes Brennan Fiennes Brennan Fiennes from um, yeah one of the one of racing's good guys very hard worker for Perth Racing always a very happy face um, and you're, you're telling me he's a pretty astute judge as well uh, yeah to challenge McManus
0: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good contest I think they're quite. Brad is the uh, is the incumbent. He's the current master one. But I, th- I think Brennan, don't underestimate Brennan. I think this is going to be a close one. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, that will, yeah, un- that will unfold after race four of our preview. Now. Uh, All right, on to the preview. Yeah, but what, are, what, what can you tell the listeners about your little side hustle, the Betfair Edge, on a Friday?
1: Um, what can I tell them? I can't tell them a huge amount at this stage. What, um, you and Miles Fitzer? Yeah, yeah, fitzy. We're just uh just enjoying ourselves. It's uh we're actually really enjoying We really just uh I forget that we're on air and we just yeah, it's a bit different to this because you can edit out uh, if I, if we use the wrong words occasionally. But uh,
0: mm.
1: yeah, it's um, no, it's good. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun uh, on Sen. We get a guest on every week and go through the card and Fitzy. Um, yeah, he's a pretty offensive man. Fitzy, he's, uh, he's making making some moves though. Fielding for Benzley for a couple of weeks and he's commentating the uh, the finals. Some of the finals on Sen, which is a huge gig, um, and he's he's very good at it. He can, geez, he can. He can talk underwater, and that's coming from me. So, um, yeah, tune in Fridays. Uh, WA
0: Betfair Edge, SEN, 6, 5, 7 am, three pm. <laughs> download the app, exactly right. Download, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who, uh, right. Any idea who who you might have on tomorrow?
1: No, well, we're just saying. We were just actually talking about it. We were. It'd be a good week to get um, Luke Fernie on, but we, we, we get him on every second week because it's, it's such an easy one, just a text, but obviously with um, the favourite I see red and, and the favourite in the last spin the, uh, spin knife. the knife, probably mm. being the most intriguing runner of the day, uh, Luke could be a cracking one to have on again. Especially, so especially go, with, go with the, the Fernie,
0: Fernie operation in full swing at uh, Uncle Garty Cup Day as well, Guru. So. Exactly, yes. Play. Especially with
1: the slug, the slug going down the... To, uh, to Kalgoorlie on the Sunday as well. That's probably his main runner for the weekend. Mm. Gary, get on the slug. No, no. <laughs> do, do not back the slug. The slug will be under the odds. The slug is a slug.
0: Who do you reckon is going to win a race for, uh, first? The slug or escalating? Neither
1: <laughs> escalating. I Haven't seen escalating again since it. Um, yeah, I think it ran a good fourth in a in a class one or something at Jaro. But uh, no, good luck to the new owners of Escalating. You're, you're very likely to need it. Yeah,
0: good luck to the owners of the Slug as well. One of that one of the, one of the great names uh, of the game is the Slug Lover. Mm. All right, let's move on to Jolly Beggar Stakes Day. This sad day, uh, September four, Belmont Park. Maximum of nineteen. Mostly sunny. We've had a little bit of rain in the last 24 hours or so, Terry. Uh, clearing tomorrow, which is great because it's my daughter Isabel's sports carnival, Go Gold. Go gold, go. Um, Go gold. Go gold. And uh, so we'll be cheering on Isabel uh, tomorrow for her sports car. Hopefully the the sun is out. But hopefully the sun is out again on Saturday and we've got a drying track after a, what was it yesterday? Was it a six or a seven at Belmont yesterday, Terry?
1: Uh, Well, it started a five. was downgraded after race one to a seven. Uh, Lucy rode ours, Yemen last in the first, and she came back to Luke and said, um, it's. She she felt it was a heavy track. She felt it was comfortably a heavy track, the way it felt under her yep. underfoot. Um, and it's currently rated a heavy eight. Um, as we speak at about midday on Thursday. Last time we sat here in a similar conditions, didn't really rain much. Um, and we started with a soft seven, and we both predicted a soft five. There isn't actually tomorrow is really really dry. Uh, really um cold cold. Still, so it yeah, probably yeah. won't um. It probably won't uh, dry up all that much. So I, I reckon a soft six is probably your safest bet. It's definitely uh, going to be
0: affected, isn't
1: it? So, yeah, yeah, I was allowing for a soft five when I did my form last night, but I think it's probably going to be closer to a uh, to a soft six, I think So a fair assessment. And the rail is at the true position. Um, and the last couple of times have raced at the true position, it has been favourable to be on or closer to the speed. It was only sort of Sammerstadt and Brave Dream that made some really good ground down the centre of the track last time out. So I think good gates are uh, favorable. Um, yeah, good gates are favorable.
0: Okay. Um, good draws. All righty. So let's move on to race one of the day. The Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. Oh, Pretty low-key sort of event to kick things off, Terry. And the current $2.40 favorite is number two, General Grant. Is that the way you're leaning, mate? Yeah,
1: definitely. It's uh, you say low key, but sometimes with low key, you can just put lines through a few of them. Um, Can
0: put lines through. Last
1: week, it's it's you know, man, I'm I'm a I love to find value, and I love to to punt at a price. But last week, we said to target three horses in gunmetal grey. the other two, Brave Dream and uh, the Captain, captain Chaos, yeah. The last, and um, we got a, a couple of photos there, which was nice. And we, this to me, is the exact same situation, but we're going to target four horses. Um, this, this is, one is of them? the first of the four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this probably, this is probably the least of the four, but there's not much in it. I really do like all four. Um, General Grant, I think I, I was very confused last start. I had General Grant a short price favorite in that class one uh, a fortnight ago, 10 days ago. Um, and I heard Stephen Miller, the trainer, and other people talking pre race saying, Oh, they were really disappointed with the first up run where it was beaten three length special pitcher. I, I didn't understand the disappointment. This is a horse that has a flat spot. Um, which he clearly hit on a heavy eight, first up at 1,400 metres. So basically if you're a horse with a flat spot and you're racing on a heavy track, your flat spot's going to be amplified and it's going to be it's going to be far more obvious you hit a flat spot um, on, on a track where your feet are uh, sticking in the ground. Mm. Um, I, I thought his last 100 metres were huge. I thought if you get rid of the horse in front of him, he finishes a length or two closer and, um, yeah, it just showed he was ready to win. He, he was out the worst part of the going in a class one, which isn't really necessarily. Any a great deal harder than this. Um, he was on the worst part of the going. Sat deep the trip with no cover, and um, he only won by half length. But it was still a reasonably comfortable win. I thought, like yeah, he never I really looks
0: like losing. I was on last start, and I thought I was, it was a tear up your ticket job, wasn't he? Three wide, no cover. No, I uh, well, I and, didn't. But it felt it felt like it was gonna. Takes a uh, uh, something out of the out of the ordinary to win from there. I felt, um, especially when Brad had the stick out early to get him going. But that's the sort of horse he is, isn't he? You're right. He sort of. Yeah. He, he needs to be wound up, and and that almost ended up now profiling the horse it ended up being a good spot for him because it allowed him to 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 brad to 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 maintain momentum not be stuck between horses and build work through his gears so that when he balanced up he was able to um to to level out and, and get the job done under the 60 kgs
1: yeah exactly I, I thought he had something on those last week so when he yeah. when he was stuck deep in knew if, if you hit the flat spot you can run through the flat spot without having any um impediment or without being blocked so yeah. that that, for me, wasn't the issue. I don't think Brad Parnham intended to get stuck so, uh, deep. But it, for that type of horse, I don't think it was a bad ride or a bad option at all. If you go back to last prep, um, his last run before a spell, he raced Temptation in a, uh, in a class one. It was a pretty sharp class one. Fiery Bay uh, ran third in that particular race, yeah. and Fiery Bay's a, a sharp operator. And um, Sean McGruddy rode him that day, and he rides him again here, and he hit a bit of a flat spot in the run from burial one. Um, on that occasion, but he picked up again strongly after about 100 metres of flatness, you'd say. Um, and he was going to play a major part in the finish till he got chopped out and had to pick up and sprint again. And the fact he did pick up and sprint again to come fourth um, in that particular event, it, I, I saw all I needed. The rise to a mile suits, um, he's really mainly got to beat uh, Speedy Misu, who's been up for a long time and, and looks, looks the obvious test and she maps really nicely. But I've just, I've just got a lack of trust in Westbury Misses at at this stage of the campaign, and whether she's still going to win in her. So, besides that, I mean, you look at the other horses in the market, and Strawberry Mist hasn't came back just yet. It'll probably get better. Many Mansions, uh, Nick of Time, they their last performances are both credible. Um, Nick of Time actually ran the quickest last two hundred yeah. despite running last. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a horse that's gonna give them all a head start. And I still think General Grant can out sprint it anyway. So look, just a very thin race. I've marked General Grant. I couldn't get it any longer than two twenty. So now as you said, around two forty. I, I think it might stabilize two sixty, two seventy bet fair late. So I think if you're listening to this now, I think I think we might have the rest of our bet on um at the 270, as I said it was 290 earlier this morning, um, but yeah, pretty confident. General Grant will get us off to a winning start for the day.
0: BJ, I agree. I was 230. General Grant, I, I really couldn't make a case for anything else. Also, Speedy Misses is coming off a setback as well. So, um, we, oh, is it? We, yeah, was. Uh, no, just, I didn't know that. What was the setback? Well, I've got here that it was scratched the 21st of August with um, near hind hoof soreness, but obviously the the Pierce brothers mm. they uh, they know what they're doing there. In, uh, hit a bit of form recently with a double like yesterday as well. So, um, yeah,
1: three runners for a first, second, first. Yeah. They, yep. they couldn't do much more in the first, could they? So it was, um, impressive. What did you think, just quickly, what did you think of the run of Yemen Lass, my horse?
0: Uh, encouraging, actually. I thought, yeah, yeah. Didn't,
1: how well did she travel?
0: Yeah, I thought, I thought you were, you were home there for, uh, for a stride or two, or at least to run run second. She sort of just got swamped late. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, very encouraging. So,
1: yeah, yeah, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. In case some of the owners are listening, I just want to make sure we feel a bit more positive.
0: <laughs> they don't want to hop out yet so they can keep keep, no. keep paying up for it. Yeah, but I think General Grant will uh, will get us off to a flyer, race one. Yeah. Race two, the, here we go, free entry to Belmont Park plate. Oh, We love still- it, we love it. How long can it keep going for? Honestly, free entry. It's, uh... it's all.
1: It's all season. It's also, I actually heard Britney say it. Uh, Britney said yesterday in one of her interviews, she said free entry all year uh, to Belmont Park. So, um, it's, yeah, amazing. It's amazing.
0: It's, it's a. It's a steal. It's a deal. It's uh, a sale of the century. Free entry mm. to Belmont Park Plate. Uh, good clash He's a sizzler Tricks of the trade Cheerful yeah. moment Three Very promising three-year-olds And there's a couple Also that have got Some talent Engaged as well That, that are yet to uh, Have the opportunity To to put it on the board As much as the other three have But but really I think most people Will be flipping coins Between He's a sizzler And tricks of the trade Who filled the Quinella In a similar race To this two weeks ago But of course The intriguing runner Which we mentioned In the, uh, in the preamble To the show Is cheerful moment moment um cheerful moment of course is the Lindsay smith train runner who who is supposed to be heading across to melbourne for a victoria derby campaign but uh, at the moment is still engaged in race tour at belmont on saturday and uh is uh is in the market as well
1: yeah um i'm actually just going to message santa as we speak and trying to get some mail um re-cheerful moments do we know if cheerful moment is running on saturday um because it does change the complexion of but the if, race. If, I mean, what if, if from if, a speed map point of view, do they roll forward? Is this a prep run for a derby? You just go back and run on into the race. Um, you know, like it's a um
0: yeah. I'm just looking on line here, and Cheerful yep. Moment is nominated for a race at Sandown on the 8th. That is next Wednesday. So yeah, okay so there have, very they're having a bob, they're having a bob each way here if they can get across yeah, to yeah. Melbourne I imagine they're going and cheerful moment will race will start have its first start in Victoria at Down next Wednesday if they can't secure that transport then cheerful moment will be uh, will be in action at Gummont on Saturday yeah this live yep. podcasting the, the beauty you know yeah
1: yeah, it's, well, it's just, it's what the crowd wants. So <laughs> yeah, it's giving them what they want. I'm actually now just reviewing the place dividend deduction and seeing, because um, it's about to go from an eight to a seven horse field. Yeah. So I'm trying to do some maths if it makes sense to, there's one I don't mind that a little price Um yeah, sometimes it makes sense to hop in now because you get top three in the seven-horse field rather than it going to top two. And as you said, the top two do look pretty popular. You know, he's a sizzler and um, and tricks of the trade, um, very little between. I mean, you, you, you could almost – I was really keen he's a sizzler last time got the shockies, but mm. you could almost say that the fact tricks of the trade did the work early to get to the breeze and he's a sizzler to work hard to get past it. Um, with a softer run and now gets two kilo. Um, it's a two kilo swing in the favourite tricks of the trade. Yeah, yeah. the market's got them um, the right gap apart, I reckon. I'm, so I'm sort as, of
0: as we record, it's uh, he's a sizzler approximately 235, tricks of the trade yeah. 260.
1: Yeah, neither of them are backable prices for me at, at those marks. I, I was 270, he's a sizzler 370, tricks of the trade. And a lot of that was also on trust in the Morton-Parnum com- combination over the Webster-Turner one, which is nothing against Webster and Turner. It's just the way I punt and um, the way I go about things. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tricks of Trade turned the Trade turned the tables at all. And um, it's, a, it's a nice little clash between those two. Odd placement midway to see he's a sizzler nom for the class one. Yeah. What yeah. was going on there, do you reckon? Not
0: sure. Not sure.
1: Gets the five points and everything, and it would have been a gift, um, but it was just uh, odd stuff because you would have picked up your three points if you win this. You pick up your four points, and you earn three times as much, and you're going to go around two dollars thirty. So it's yeah, it was odd to see he's a the non midweek, but um, yeah, this, this looks pretty suitable for the pair. Uh, Elite Fighter was a nice winner. Um, one yeah, one yeah, horse that was other. good actually. Yeah, we were actually watching that race together, and in the run, we both said how well it was travelling, and um, yeah, it won uh, won quite comfortably. One one runner I wouldn't mind just touching on quickly is uh, Lindrum Walter. Uh, we better give uh, Latham Anderson a bit of a um, bit of a rev up, bit of a plug, uh, if we're going to talk about Lindrum Walter. He threw out Marzipan Lad at about 65, 70 bucks Betfair SP. Uh, uh, nine days ago at Northern and, uh, Mars pan lad got the job done. Um, I actually threw it in my quaddy just because of that reason. Got the quaddy nearly 10 times. And, um, so with a $60 poppy and then that's, that's all right. But, uh, unfortunately did you, I, I ruined, did you buy, I ruined did the you pool. Buy, it, paid, buy uh, paid like, it paid like triple. Um, I'm going to, I actually, I'm going to get him something. I paid triple, uh, at green tab, unfortunately. But, uh, so I, uh, I wasn't smart. Usually if I'm going to go for a high percentage quaddy like that, I'd, I'd, Navigated across the tab so I don't uh, uh, just,
0: don't ruin the pools and ruin my of, own dividends. Uh, just out of curiosity, what 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 are you going to get, Latham? For for that little, he gave you a spoil there. What are you going to buy? A buy a beer or something, or you, is it something there's more elaborate. A- there's a little hairdressing
1: place around the corner from your barbershop <laughs> called Short Black and Sides. You get a coffee or a beer and a uh, and a trim. So he might be doing a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a sniff on top. I reckon, old L. Anderson. Yeah. Um, Don't touch the um, mow, though. So, the mow motor. the has got to stay. No, nah, no, nah, nah. uh, that's, that's gonna last that's until his, and, until November 30th at least. The end of the his, carnival. Uh, that's his trademark. So. It's exactly right. But uh, Lindrum Walter, if you go back, and it's funny, Lindrum and Walter and um, Hazel Sizzler actually competed um, in the same two races uh, in February this year. Now, the only correct. two races yeah. both competed yeah. in. It's quite interesting. Lindrum Walter, I mean, it, if you go back and watch that uh, first up run, it was it was really impressive. It was really, really impressive. And you can say, well... Was it an inferior run to his assists? I don't think there was much in it. Harvey sat up late. It ran, I think it ran the quickest last two with him sitting up late. It was a really... It was an eye catcher i thought it was a really be on me next start type run it went around at a big price because he's a sizzler then went around a dollar 30 at bunbury Mm. um and and he'll had to do some work and got caught deep and uh, was a really nice run running third and again beat home he's a sizzler Mm. who you've got to suggest probably wasn't right that day um the thing that worries me with lindran wilder is the fact he had two trials in april then two trials in august neither of the trials really grabbed me but he was backed heavily in that maiden at Northern. Never really saw daylight till the final 150. Thought he hit the line really nicely. Um, what I did like about that as well is he showed the ability to jump out the gate. So it's not in, it's not a complete impossibility that they might even try and lead them up with Lindra Walter, but I suspect he'll park on them and be in position A. Look, I'm this is a card where I'm going to be really strongly tipping four favorites at short prices. So I, I am looking for a bit of fun, looking for a bit of value on the card. I'm, I'm probably nine ten bucks, Lindrum Walter. Um, you, if you can back pike each way at double your price, you, you just do it from the gate. You know, it's mm. sort of a no brainer for me. So I do think the winners between he's a sizzler and tricks of the trade, but at, um, what are we talking? $18 each way, Lindrum Walter, that's, that's me at the moment. And that's where my little bet
0: each way will go. BJ. Okay. I was really you. Price price you? Uh, I, was uh, I was for who? He's a Sizzler? Lindrum. Lindrum Walter. I was Lindy. $13, Lindrum Walter. Oh well there you go. We got not know for W Pike. I uh and uh, but the horse uh, I marked favourite He's a Sizzler 230. Uh really impressed. Um, I was kicking myself that was a mug mug move last start hopping off because I was strong on He's a Sizzler's first two runs back from a break and um and hopped off in favour of the front bar. And for that to peel off the back of the front bar, go past it, and get over the top of Tricks of the Trade late, splits were strong. Listening to Dan Morton and Chris Parnham in the post-race interviews, they've got—you can tell that they've got a strong opinion of this horse. They—he's—he's he's on a steep learning curve. I, I think the—the the message that they were trying to convey was that he's still got a lot of maturing to do, um, both you know, uh, especially when it comes to the mental aspect of uh, being a professional thoroughbred racehorse so he's got The physique, he's got the talent. So, but that win just suggested that they've, uh, that he clicked into gear from a mental point of view and was able to put it all together on race day. So that's ominous as far as I'm concerned. So if, if he's, if Chrissy Parnham can slot in from the gate, get some cover cover with he's a sizzler, balance him up and let him work through his gears later. I just think he's just going to be, he's just going to mow them down. Uh, That was super impressive the other day. Got some real strength, real closing speed. He's a sizzler on top, wins again.
1: What price are you?
0: 230. 2.30.
1: Have you ever heard a trainer um, say that a horse won't be better next campaign as well?
0: Yeah, especially with the young horses, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's there's trainers
1: speak, isn't there? It's like footy speak. Yeah, we just want to win the contested footy. Oh, no, really? <laughs> that that really surprises me. I thought you were going to go into this game looking to lose contested footy by 30 touches. You know, like, that was our
0: focus. That was our focus. Yeah, yeah. That, that was our focus. Oh, so, yeah,
1: we really we really wanted to get off to a good start today. Like, sometimes we go into it we want to give the other team a six goal lead start, but no, we wanted to really get off to a good start today. So, come on,
0: <laughs> well, what about the, the um, one one thing and before we leave? That one thing I have noticed footy speak is you listen to players talk about opposition teams uh every every you 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 listen intently and i bet you you'll notice it more every time they talk about another side they're a quality side Every time,
1: oh yeah, everyone's Every, everyone's a quality. side. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder yeah. how
0: they were discussing discussing the Eagles late in the year. Yeah, oh, they're a quality outfit, Terry. You know, so we, yeah, we knew we had to. Be, outfit, we, you know they've been they've been in the finals. We knew before. we had to bring our best to uh, to knock them off. You know, so they're yep. a quality team. They're and, a uh, real contestant <laughs> footy side, and yeah, they, they they
1: they love their forward pressure. Oh yeah, and that, yeah.
0: Was, uh, that was their focus too. You know, so um, but yeah, but, that was their focus. Yeah, yeah,
1: they, 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 they're a team that likes to score, um, <laughs> and then stop the opposition from scoring. So yeah, so we knew we had to yeah bring out just give me a spell all right <laughs> let's let's move on race number we're, we're race not we just for we're, the just we're not jaded just, to, at all. just to clarify we're there my, my tip is definitely if i was um, if I had to just just select one to win, I, don't, I I've definitely got Hazer Sizzler on top. But um, working on my prices, Lift uh, you can still shop it around twenty bucks, or near twenty bucks for Lynch and Walter. I think each way we can have something on there. And um, yeah, as I said, it's a rarity you can back one that's a W pocket runner that's over your odds of twenty to one. So I'm gonna enjoy that rare opportunity. Bj
0: makes sense. Race three, the Tab Touch, better your bet, handicap graduation. Uh, 1200 meters so um there was strong strong money for sassy trader second up midweek back on a good track and he didn't let his supporters down backed into 225 jump ran led saluted uh comfortably uh ran good time with kesh duran on board are you predicting a similar outcome in this race on Saturday, race three of the day, Terry, or do you think something that's going to be able to peel off the back of Sassy Trader and get over the top of him late?
1: No, well, it depends if Cash thinks he's on Alimentaria or Sassy Trader. <laughs> that's probably
0: the Are we doing that? Are uh, we yeah.
1: doing that? hundred percent we're doing that. I sat there and I, I didn't back Alimentaria um, So this was yesterday, H-man. right, for, this, for the listeners? This was yesterday, yeah, yeah. Yep. sorry, in race, uh, I think race four or five. And um, – I was just watching the race. I didn't have anything major on the race, but uh, just watching it unfold. And um, yeah, at about the twenty, I you could see Kesh sit up and I go, he's just sat up on that and it's cost at third spot. I said, I would be fuming if I was on that each way or for the place or cause he's just literally sat up with 20 meters to go, and that's costed a hole at I don't know, I think it was probably three, four, five bucks a hole. And that that, that is just my absolute pet pet, pet hate. It's just complete and utter laziness. And um, yeah, I love with the jockey. Uh, quick chat to Kesh on Saturday night, lovely kid. But um, I, I just, I think there needs to be proper penalties imposed for that just to just as a, um, a deterrent for other jockeys to do it. So yeah, I'd like to see a, a couple of months suspension um, for that type of thing. On, and just people won't do it if, if they're Apple rubbed accounts. out Yeah. I, I think accounts. all the suspension, I think all the suspensions handed out in racing are um, for Vera, for some things are, are too thin um yeah i think the suspension should be more savage well well Maybe that's, maybe that's, I don't know. If he hasn't got any priors, and maybe just a couple of weeks initially. But you've got to, you've got to hand out
0: suspensions and make them. I think possible. it should be increasing if you're a repeat offender for sure. Jeez, yeah, yeah, you've got to,
1: you've got to protect
0: the punter. you so, got to protect so the yeah, punter. So, yeah. So, Alimentario was home for all money to run third. And uh, Kesh Duran dropped his hands over the last few strides, three or four strides, and was nabbed right on the line by Jadavi. So, ran fourth. So, place punters reeling, as Terry said. And I saw a couple of comments on, uh, on, on Twitter. I'm not sure what's happened from a steward's point of view, but I imagine he'll be. There would have been an inquiry, and uh, he'll he'll be. Uh, he, there'll be a penalty coming Kesha's way because yeah, that definitely cost that horse running third, and and as a junior rider, that really needs to be stamped out early so that um, <laughs> so that doesn't become become a thing. And and you're right, like they get paid. Per ride, just just ride them out to the finish line. It's not that hard. Just keep going. A Few more strides, and then uh, okay. then you can uh, down tools. So, but yeah, if I was on Alimentaria Place, yeah, it's it's that's a bit of pill to swallow, isn't it, Terry? So.
1: It certainly is. Certainly is. But back to your question, yeah, Sassy Trader does look well in here. Mm. It's um, that that midweek race just looked like the most amazing setup on paper. It was a soft map. It was a, an incredibly uh, low weight um, and conditions of that race with the claim. It was just. Um, yeah, it was a gift. I think the entirety of Western Australia found Sassy Trader that day, and uh, we all I, got I pretty.
0: <laughs> you did it. What were you on? I think I was on Agent Kensington. I think. Ah, so. oh, no, you yeah. followed the drift. Uh, he followed the drift. You followed the drift. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. Oh. Have, I don't really have a lot of faith in Sassy Trader, but the but it, 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 all the planets aligned for uh, for it that day. But yeah. the thing that impressed me was it ran one ten. All the data that I saw from a sectional time point of view was data was was. Uh, was was impressive so obviously the uh the uh sean and jake casey have um got this fellow right where they want him obviously he's a superior horse finding the rail in front on top of the ground also
1: yeah, it was the right spot to be on the day as well. That was a it's the nice lanes. Uh, I think that was lane sort of 18, which is lane, which is a very nice spot to be. But um, back to the true on, on Saturday, that's going to be a nice spot to be on the rail, you'd think, especially in race three. So yeah, um, yeah it should be hard to run down. A bit more weight here. Um, Dunbar for me gets a really nice map. Um, you've got Atlantis Beach in barrier two, Absolute in barrier one and Frosty Beverage in barrier four. Now the first three of those are all dropout horses. So I think Pikey will ride Dunbar with a bit more aggression from the gates and frosty beverage can miss the kick badly. it will be interesting what happens there, but it's not impossible that Dunbar has the back of Sussy Trader here, BJ. Mm. Um, at worst, Dunbar should be in a really nice stalking spot. Um, I, I, Dunbar's coming out of harder races, but, and it's been a little bit unlucky from the draws, but if you go back and watch the final hundreds, I still, you know, it's definitely not going to be one of Bob's top liners, but um it hasn't.
0: I don't know. It's final hundreds. Doesn't really. It hasn't. A lot. It, it like hasn't. A, it's hard. You know what I mean. It hasn't had a lot of. It, it, there hasn't been one race this prep where you think, oh, that that had every opportunity. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, always yeah. been an excuse for this horse. Uh, he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't jumped from less than seven all prep. He's been running against superior opposition than this, all on like soft five, soft sixes, which again is what he's going to cop on Saturday. But I just think there's going to be a day when the planets align for him again and, and there's oh, this, no, there's no excuses and this is the race. Yeah, this is the race. This, this is it. The, I mean, yes. even if um –
1: you got Blooms in the race, which is a really positive. So if he doesn't get to the back of uh, doesn't get to the back of um, Sassy Trader, he probably lands on the back of Blooms. I know Blooms is the biggest roughie in the race. Blooms is going super in Kalgoorlie and yeah. probably will take him into the race to some degree or far enough into the race. So um, yeah, Dunbar is a massive player. I've actually marked Dunbar a slight favourite over Sassy Trader, um, but I had very little in it. I actually marked him equal favourite. Sorry, just reviewing my markets here. Um, Mickey Blue Eyes is the one that's um, I've got Mickey Blue Eyes at a, a shorter price than the current quote. I don't think it'll really shorten though. I, I that last run of Mickey Blue Eyes was so good. Like you just it just it was just that that was a painful one personally as a punter from from a really informed jockey to be stuck deep the trip from Barrier Five um, and to go down narrowly. Uh, Rebel Knight went super last week. That's the best form line just about for this race. Like if you're going through all their form lines and if you look, at Mickey Blue Eyes has run behind uh, excellent Dream Last campaign. This is a proper racehorse. If you drew barrier if I drew Barrier One with Mickey Blue Eyes, um, this would be your best of the day. Mm. But from Barrier Seven, I I can't have this horse winning without cover. And then can he make the ground to a catch Sassy? From maybe last or B catch Dunbar yeah, he, from leaders back.
0: Can he come off Dunbar's that's, back and get past him? I don't know. I don't know about that. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's
1: yeah. That's that's a no brainer for yeah. He can he can come off Dunbar's back and beat Dunbar, but just if he. I, getting Dunbar's back is not a, yeah, that's, that's far from a certainty. So, yeah. um, look, I think Mickey Lewis is going just as well as anything this race and, and can win it, but the mat worries me. So, um, yeah, the, the, the one thing I will say about this race is after that it's thin, yeah. it is absolutes battling away in Kalgoorlie. Atlantis beach is $11. It's a maiden coming out of a very, very weak class I one. actually like Atlantis
0: um, Beach as a horse, but I it, it went into a class one on debut and now it's in a Saturday race. So I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing it in a maiden. and I think it would just, uh, just about get yeah, the chocies, so. Yeah, you can like, mm. yeah, it
1: looks like a nice horse, but mm. this is just, this is wild placement. Um, mm. Yeah. Or, or if you look at that and go, and a Kalgoorlie Battler and Atlantis Beach are your fourth and fifth favourites. You only need to focus on the top three. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no real bet for me at the current prices. Besides, what Mickey price
0: Blue did you Eyes, say Dunbar was? You, did, you
1: had well? I, I was three thirty five a piece. Dunbar Sassy Trader three dollars thirty five a piece, and I was four dollars Mickey Blue Eyes. So Mickey Blue Eyes is definitely a bet um at those at those current prices. But I'm expecting money for Dunbar. Yeah, um, I'm expecting strong money for Dunbar. Wouldn't surprise me. Mickey Blue Eyes trades even longer than the current price. So, look, I it's one I don't really want to be on. I probably yeah. should have marked Mickey. I probably should have marked him more three dollars a piece, and then maybe Mickey Blue Eyes four eighty, four ninety type thing. That's probably more accurate. But um, yeah, it'll probably end up being a Mickey Blue Eyes bet. But I do, I do think Dunbar will be um, will be hard to debate. And I think I think Dunbar will start about two sixty, two seventy. That's my that's my guess.
0: I'm Dunbar on top. I was 280. Sassy Trader, 280. Dunbar equal faves. Yeah. Um, and Dunbar on top. I, I just feel like this is the day for him. Uh, he's had a lot of opportunities. Things just haven't gone to script for him. Um, just one of those horses. He just just can't seem to um, get the rub of the green at the moment. But hopefully, no excuses on Saturday. I'm with you. I think Dunbar will firm as well. I was eight dollars. Mickey Blue Eyes. So so that was he, he was my um he was my next in line in betting. So two eighty sassy trader. $8. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. But yeah, I agree. He was huge last up. But I think this is the day for Dunbar on Saturday. I think he can get over the top of Sassy Trader late. Yep. Dunbar
1: uh looks very well placed. Uh Julio Santa just messaged me. We need um, to have a we need have a Santa
0: snippet sort of signal of some description in the show. Yeah, like a like a free hit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um the uh it should be going on a plane tonight it's it still sounds sounds somewhat up in the air but um uh the campus said allow for it not to start allow for it not to start but that that isn't a uh, certainty so uh-huh. a cheerful moment uh, may not be going around us. we may be facing just the 7 the 7 runners on um on uh, on Saturday
0: okay Good info, thank you, Julio, and we'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks face to face. Race four is the. I'll see you. You sound like um,
1: <laughs> what's his name from uh, Happy Gilmore? The big fella. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Happy Gilmore. Um, he doesn't like Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Um, oh yes, the big yeah, fella, the big fella. The nail in his head. Yeah. The nail in his head. Yeah. His head. yeah <laughs> what the, was his no. name? <laughs> uh, I'll see you in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mr. Gilmore's jacket. G- <laughs> Okay, race number number four over the 1600 meters, the Crown Perth Handicap. What a theme of today, BJ. A theme of today is there are just so many races where you could put a line through five or six of them. I found like I, this to me was this is like an off
0: peak meeting, big time. There were
1: just like five. I thought this was, I I like this race a lot. This to me, this was just a, um, There was, there was five races where I knew what I was going to be on. So like I didn't, and I hate that. Usually that's negative. I like to, I like to be just new. And it was more just about navigating what price is acceptable for that runner. And this was, um, this was one of them. This is the second. So we've got, um, uh, general grant in the first BJ, Mm -hmm. this is the second. Of the plays for the day, um, and that is the uh, Dan and Ben Pierce-trained Roman uh, Roman Flirt. I with the wizard um, I'm on board. A, with the wizard, yeah. Are you ready for some stats? Now I'm. I'm gonna have a little toot here. I priced, and I reckon every man and his dog was on lone hand. Larry last night at noon. I priced Roman Flirt equal favorite that day at two dollars sixty. Right, put them both at two dollars sixty. Right, Roman Flirt opened up $2.70, drifted. And I said, I, I tipped to a couple of people, I said, wait, hold on. Drifted out to $7. Hold, on hold. Yeah, hold. Drifted out to $7 on Betfair. And uh, needless to say, we got the jockeys. We got lucky. Not, not lucky, Lone Hand Larry. It was a very tight finish. Um, but that's a, that was a weak class five. But at the same time, the top two was a very strong class five. It was just from third down. There was nothing else in the race. Um, so Roman Flirt You ready, BJ? Mm. With William Pike in the saddle, seven starts, five wins, one second, one third. That second uh, was when it was stiff uh, over the journey. I think it drew wide that day. And the third was a campaign when apparently it didn't come up properly and it still ran third to Peppy Jack after getting up on the fence, Mm. probably against its best pattern. Without Pike, 10 starts, zero wins, four seconds, one third. That is, I know we have some Pike horses and some big numbers of Pike horses, but that's... That's really telling. And, and it is, yeah, he just, this is a horse that goes better for the pike. She has tactical speed to land up there with them. She has, when he presses the buttons on her, she actually has really nice acceleration. She handles the going well. She handles this track, the step up to the miles perfect. The speed in this with Nelson's flight and uh, who's your leader here, BJ? Special view, um, yeah, special view her to just yeah. in behind them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is a great, great, great setup for Roman Flirt. Um, the only horse that can beat her and I'm not a big saver at these prices, but I'm going to be saving is Phone Me. Uh, phone Me should land in a very similar spot to Roman Flirt. Um, I thought it went super first up over the thousand, unsuitable. Thought the last start effort behind Notorious One was good as well. Run the third quickest last 200 behind La Farola and Notorious One. Uh, I think that form will be franked as we go through this card and then probably in next week's Farnley as well through Notorious One. Um, uh, just, just some jury out whether uh, phone me has come back as well. Um, there was a big drift last week, surprisingly, but maps to treat, and this is a weak race. The mile should suit, and I think it's the clear danger. I've marked them $2.45. Roman flirt $3.30 phone me. I could have had phone me a little bit longer, I think. Um, But I mean, I'm $11 special view, 14 Seminole Brave, 23 Nelson's flight. So my blinkers are on here um, that Roman flirt is abetted around that $3 mark and we'll get our money back phone me at just shy of the $5 mark at the moment. Really happy hopping to this race with um, a high degree of confidence, BJ.
0: With you there, mate. That's all. Uh, Roman you. Flirt, tick, 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 ticks all the boxes here. Um, that was a really hard fought second up win against the race fit in form, Lone hand Larry, who's uh, we'll be covering later in the program. Up to the mm-hmm. mile third up. Pierce Brothers up and about at the moment. Wizard takes the takes the reins from Gate Four. Everything just seems to um, be falling into place for Roman Flirt. Even luck and running, and she should be uh, winning. Uh, winning this and knocking this field off. I was three dollars. Roman Flirt She's about that at the moment. My I differ from you somewhat. In my in my danger though. I really like the booking of Sean McGrady on Special View. This. Mm-hmm. Um, this horse was uh, was, oh, the, was 360 favourite at Pinjara last start, ridden by Christy, Apprentice Christy Bennett. Prior to that, it was, uh, was ridden by Mitchell Pateman. Uh, won first up on a, on a heavy track, led and won, um, and then uh, couldn't find the rail in front in the Noble Lawrence Speed Dream race two starts ago. But regardless of that, it led and got run over. Was beaten just over half a length at Pinjara the other day, but just I don't know how well. Uh, I know she's only a junior rider. She's still she's still um, learning the ropes. I don't know how well horses are going for Christy at the moment. I don't think she's um, she's ridden a winner for a while. So I think this is a significant jockey upgrade here with with an inform Sean McGrady uh, on a leader. I feel as though he can bounce and rate and and special view is going to respond underneath Sean. I think his confidence is up. He's not riding a lot. It's not in terms of like the the amount of rides he's he's getting, but he's um, he's striking pretty often at the moment and I feel as though the, the less rides he has on a race day the the better he performs and he can really narrow his focus and um, and uh, I think this I think special view can find the rail in front, give a good kick under McGrady. I don't think it, it can win, but I think it's the biggest danger to to Roman Fleur.
1: Yeah, what price for you, uh, Roman Flirt? Interesting one. I, I knew I'd marked it probably bare bones, and I knew my eleven dollars special view was was too long, and my price Seminole Brave was also going to be uh, above the bookies' price. But uh, what what price for you, Roman Flirt? Three uh, dollars, Roman
0: Flirt. I was okay. four eighty special view. Okay, fine, yeah. me? Uh six dollars.
1: Six dollars yeah. okay,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Special view will
1: be uh, it's a popular, popular horse usually with punters. It is, um, it must have a figure. Well, or, I think my worry... a figure or
0: two somewhere, does it? Because it's, it's yeah,
1: awful, yeah. I, I think so. But my, my worry, um, I love what you said about Sean McGrady, and that's yeah. bang on, he's he's riding super. And um, I actually really like what you said there about mm-hmm. um. Uh, the dearth of rides he has per meeting. And, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's very good stuff. That's very good analysis. You can see why you're number five in the country. Um, <laughs> but uh, my one thing special view is that um, you'd love to see him turn up when there's a bit of pressure applied. Yeah. Every time he's gone up in grade or every time he's, he's three wins for for Hayden have been super wins, but he's beaten some slow ones with real soft and leads. It's, it's on it's been the on his track, tracks, terms, so. yeah,
0: been on his terms. Yeah. yeah, it's been
1: yeah. on his terms, exactly yeah. right. So, um, But yeah, definite upside, 1,200 to 1,600 as well, but... Um, Yeah, no, if it's uh, the true rail will definitely help him. So, yeah, I can see that. I've overpriced Special View, but uh, I went into the race with the blinkers on wanting to back Roman Flirt, save phone me, and that's what we've done.
0: Okay. All right. So I think it's time that we take a break and come back with our episode 92 edition of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind, Brad McManus versus Brennan Fiennes. It is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring, it has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance... Drop in, see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day. Let him know that you're a one-one listener. I was speaking to Butchie on the phone yesterday, Terry, and I think we're going to have to go up there and record an episode of the one-one in the next week or two. If we get a if we get a fine weather day, we can go out there on Butchie's big deck and uh, and record the podcast from there. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Sign okay. me up. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic establishment, the Mundaring Hotel, and they've been with us since day one. So last week, if you uh, take yourselves back seven days, Brad McManus made a statement on debut, he knocked off uh, Mitch McClenney who was a dual carryover mastermind, and now Brad McManus, he is the WA Racing mastermind. Today we have brennan fians on board he is the racing wagering west australia ownership coordinator comes from good stock as well because his auntie is former jockey and now uh has been a trainer prominent trainer for a long long time is paula wag brennan Fiennes, who most people will see at the races on a weekly basis how are you brennan and welcome to the one one
2: i'm good boys thanks for having me on and uh, congratulations for your nominee Nomination at this base So they <laughs> Technology Race and Media Awards
1: Thank you, Brennan. We appreciate your congratulations. It's lovely to have you on. Um, you're always probably my favourite
0: smiling face that
1: I see at the races. Have you ever seen
0: him without a smile
1: on his face, B.J.?
0: No, he's a good lad, Brennan, uh, uh, he's, and he's great for the game as well. And actually, Brennan, I appreciate the kind words from uh, from Saturday night. Terry and I were both uh, um, a bit a uh, bit desolate after we got knocked off in the media <laughs> awards, but uh, Brennan came over, and pull, pull, pulled me aside, and had a ch- had a chat, and uh, was very uh, was very positive about the things we are doing here at the one one so i really appreciated that brennan and hope you had a great night and i know that you are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to wa racing so uh hopefully you can take it up to uh to the mastermind brad mcmanus
2: yeah we well, put, put the pressure on me today but i'll try my
0: best thanks mate thanks for coming on board and back attempting to make it two wins on the bounce brad brad Bett, mcmanus
2: hi How how good are these brothers going to be with Brad and Brendan? (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Uh, Terry, any thoughts? We'll get it done,
1: yeah. yeah Brad could go with. Uh, I, I was just trying to come up with a nickname on the spot for Brad, but nothing, um, nothing I can use on
0: air probably. So we'll just go with Brad and Brennan. Does Brad? Does Brad want to go overthought? Is that that is buzzer this week, or yeah, Brad should oh, get overthought. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's probably if probably...
0: I keep on cooking prices. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you can be. Uh, what's his name with the cravat? Me, Matty Preston.
0: Preston, yeah.
1: you're going
0: to be Maddie Preston. Now, I know yeah. Br- Brennan, Brennan has to bounce, so we better get moving on these questions. Mm. It's uh, Brennan versus Brad. I actually think they might even be in the same building out there in Osmond Park. But, uh, um, yeah, so this is going to be a cracker. So, fellas, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned, this week's Mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three Questions correctly. Jerry.
1: Challenger, are you ready? Yeah. That's you, Brennan. <laughs> okay. Smooth. <laughs> Champion, Mastermind, Master Butcher Chef, are you ready? Indeed. Three, two, one.
0: All right. Question number one, gents. The WA Racing Awards night was last weekend. <laughs> Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> what trainer put the polish on last season's WA champion two year old? Brennan.
2: Brennan. Uh, Steve Wolf. Steve Ste- Wolf oh. with what he's he
0: done. Steve yeah, Wolf. Yeah. Very good. So the the, the the rest of the question was the uh, WA champion two year old and three year old racehorses of the season. And that was, of course, Steve Wolf. He got the double. Very well done for, uh, for Steve and connections. Brennan is one. Brad, yet to score. Question two. I will preface this by saying that this is a Terry Layton Perth Racing Guru question. So if you get this right, it's almost worth two points. Here we go. Uh, per, uh, Paul Harvey will get down to a rare 55-kilo riding weight to pilot Icy Red, Icy Red in the Jolly Beggar Stakes this Saturday. The Pontiff has only got down to ride at this weight three times in 2021. Can you name any of these three horses? Yeah, none, none of these
1: half follies from me, lads. A couple, a couple well, of around your chins.
2: That's a tough one. I'm yeah. trying to think something that you know Harvey might might own um, <laughs> <laughs> that he would have put <laughs> for. All right,
0: anything, Brad? I'll have process? a guess, Brad.
2: I'll have a guess. Bradley, I'll have a, I'll have a guess that Pat's got sass.
0: Oh, oh, stop oh, it. Oh, stop it,
1: Brad. Stop it. Stop, it. stop it. Bang. Bang. That was uh the initial question was going to be what was the most recent? But I decided that was too hard. And that was actually the answer to that one as well. So, so um, yeah, yeah. the other two were triple triple missile and uh, on the same day as triple missile was Arctic Stream, which would have been very difficult to get. But uh yeah. no, I'm impressed. Pat's Brad. got Sass. Brad, Brad's got a bit of sass.
0: Brad's back. It's one all. Okay. Good job. Oh, this is another Terry question, but we love it. Question three, Jolly Beggar contestant Jericho Missile was a beaten favourite in the 2019 Caracalla Plate. Who won that race?
1: Brad. Brad, how did it take that long? How did oh. it take that long? Shouldn't have even got halfway through was was Oh, mate,
0: I <laughs> was that who won the Caracalla Plate. that big deep? D, D <laughs> did that and won. Very good. That is a very question, that one. Two. <laughs> I
1: didn't I didn't put that one in.
0: All right. Uh how old are you, Brennan? I am thirty two. Thirty two. All right. I reckon you'll know Don't this Don't look a one. day over twenty five. Uh, you'll know this one. Okay. Uh, next question. Name the horse Lindsay Smith Trained to win the two thousand and four Victorian Derby.
1: Brennan. Brad. Brennan I'm blasted Blasted! Another That'd another be, description for Terry on Saturday <laughs> nights as well. <laughs> uh, Terry, Ah, uh, correct. Two oh, all. First Saturday horse to win the VRC Derby, I believe. I think it's probably
2: only one too. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Well, we might uh, we might be a chance of seeing one uh, this year. Cheerful Moments, which uh, I think might be. Might be getting scratched uh, from Saturday. Is uh, it's well in the betting for this year's Victoria Derby for Lindsay Smith and potentially uh, potentially Paul Harvey if he goes across for the right. I'm unsure. So uh,
0: maybe we could be seeing another one. Seventeen years later. Mm, that would be some. Uh, that would be incredible, actually. So uh, okay, uh, it's two. two all. Brennan two. Brad two. This is uh, going down to the wire. Here we go.
1: These are two. These are two of the sharpest minds. I I reckon whoever gets this question right. Yep. Will win five. if we will win five in a row that's why this is this is the biggest question in the history the history of mastermind 2.0
0: yeah <laughs> all right 2.0. so uh all right here we go sacks on sacks off winning at albany last april qualified him to race in what brad brad there we go uh, oh, he's Jericho it. he's done it. he got he's oh, done no. it. Was a, it was a photo too. Uh Brad McManus, congratulations, uh, you are you remain the WA Racing Mastermind. Woohoo! Oh, uh, Bradley. Gee, that was Bradley. um
2: that was some
0: decent competition, it. So I might have to hit the toilet after this. That was tough work, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. Uh, yeah. Brandon, mate, you were oh so close to knocking off Brad Ma- Brad McManus. But uh, mate, thanks for jumping on the one-one. Thanks for everything that you do for West Australian Racing and for ownership initiatives across the board. Can you just run us through some of the before you before uh, you duck off to a meeting? Uh, I know that you have planned. Can you just run us through some of the some of the things you got in the pipeline and? And obviously, uh, of course, the return to Ascot coming up.
2: Yeah, look, our, our big competition owner dream is coming back in January. Um, obviously, winner sharing a racehorse competition open to the general public. It's now in its uh, fifth year. Can you believe it? Um, it's been such a, a major success. So uh, five events within four weeks, um, big prizes on offer too. So it's um, we'll probably launch that around mid-November. The registrations will open up then. And yeah, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. But it's, uh, it's a big, big campaign. So um, many events and um, all lead up to the Magic Millions Perth Yielding style. So, uh, um, no, look, we're really excited. And um, it's the only competition of its kind in Australia. So, you know, there's just nothing like it anywhere else. So, let's hope that the WA trainers get on board and um, we we'll get plenty of uh, new owners in the competition.
0: Excellent. And of course, we'll be seeing you at uh, the Vantage Bar when racing returns to Ascot very soon
2: correct Yep, yeah. October 9 um we'll be there each week uh owners of the horse racing on the day make sure you come up and see us and um complimentary drinks, refreshments throughout the day it's um it really is the best seat in the house the Vantage I was uh lucky enough to be at Eagle Farms the Stradbroke this year and Royal Ramwick for the championships and um you know they've got some great ownership spaces but I tell you what the Vantage is uh oh, it's pretty special so uh we look forward to the Plus Masters and Melbourne Cup Day um, when we see plenty of owners come from all over the state. And um, it really is a prime spot and um, and well deserved to the owners. Obviously, they put on the horses that, that race on the day. So they certainly deserve uh, to have that prime, prime spot. So um, we'll make sure that our team uh, give the owners a really good season and um, we look forward to seeing them all. Uh, and that's
0: up good man brennan thanks again for jumping on the one one actually we terry and i probably need to get you on to have a have a discussion about own the dream and uh maybe the uh, the podcast can can get involved in in promoting mm-hmm. that fantastic initiative as well so once again thanks brennan and uh you were a terrific competition however there can only be one winner and that winner is brad mcmanus brad how does it feel mate
2: yeah that was hard work um don't get that Justin free fries on next week. You might take care of me. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was waiting I'm surprised it took that long I'm surprised it took till after the conclusion of the quiz Um, yeah no you uh, yeah you certainly um, yep you certainly fristed Brennan and um, yeah no it was uh, another good performance I hate hearing Brad being modest though there's something uh, there's something unnatural about it which I really I really dislike so So let's get rid of him
0: that is too straight that is too straight masterminds for Brad McManus congratulations mate and uh, once again, will we be seeing you next Thursday? Hearing you next Thursday?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Lock it in. All right. Thanks again, Brennan and Brad. We'll be chatting to you next Thursday.
2: Cheers, James. See you guys.
0: Well, that was hard work for Brad, but uh, he just uh, he just got over the line late with a uh, sacks on, sacks off question, Terry. That would have warmed the heart. Surely, a few good memories there for the old boy. Yeah, oh, of
1: course, a few good memories. Uh, one of our uh, one of our regulars, Dan McClure, sharp man himself. He uh, uh, flicked me a, a tweet during the week, or flicked us a tweet during the week that uh, sacks on, sacks off. Obviously, looks immoral on uh, on Saturday, but Jay's um, not as much of a moral as as Bradley McManus, and uh, he's going to be hard to stop, isn't he? He's got a as we touched on last week, he's got a a real. Um, Range. He's got a real range in his repertoire. Unfortunately, mm. pricing markets isn't one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, just kidding. Um, yeah, he is.
0: He's, yeah. he's 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 got um he's got all the tools at his disposal. Mm. Does Bradley? So whoever can. I thought Brennan. Brennan was brave. He uh, he took it right up to uh, to Brad, the reigning mastermind. But three uh, two victory to Brad Bet. Uh, he'll be back next uh, next Thursday and he's earned himself another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, Heart of the Hills, since 1899 and uh, Terry and I, Butchie, if you're listening, Terry and I uh, are very much looking forward to getting up to the Mundaring in the next week or two to record uh, an episode of the 11WA Racing Podcast.
1: Looking outside now, BJ. We could have um, we could have gone today. I, the main reason I said today maybe wasn't the go was the uh, the rain. But it's starting to to clear up. Though it is it is very cold outside. I don't know how your uh, your fragile body doesn't deal with the cold <laughs> that well. So I believe um, there's some warm
0: weather just around the corner. Oh, period. there is. So. But
1: then I'm just I'm actually having a look right now. It starts to rain from next Wednesday again. Oh, it's joke. after the warm weather. Oh. So hopefully soon. I'm I'm looking forward to sitting on Butchie's big deck. So. <laughs>
0: Very good. So that is the uh, Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind (laughs) episode ninety two done, and we're back. Race five, Millie Park Handicap, special conditions, graduation over the fourteen hundred meters, and I imagine most people will be very, very keen on one horse in this particular race. Number three, Cam It Just a question, Guru, is Cam one of your four Morales for the day? Oh,
1: it's probably number one, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably probably number one. I think it'll be most people's number one. I've already seen Scotty Embry's, uh, Scotty Embry's, and I've seen yours as well. You've got the best of the day next to it, and yeah. Scotty's got the best of the day next to it, and I reckon I'll probably just about... Uh, I reckon I'll just about um, be the same as everyone. I've marked it the shortest of the lot. Uh, I got it a dollar eighty. Reckon it, reckon it'll trade sub even money. Um, just looking at the market, like before, I'll let you talk about Campesi. But just looking at the rest of the market, you've got OBH at five fifty. And it's been a tough competitor, and it's hard to beat. But the fourteen hundred is a stretch, and it probably doesn't even lead. Mm. So. OBH for me is going to find it awfully difficult. Lone hand, Larry's going super, um, but it's drawn outside of Campisi. And Campesi was a far better run last start. Um, not far better, but it was a better run last start. And then you've got horses drawn wide that I just can't have. So for me, this is the horse that is the focus of all betting attention. And it wouldn't surprise me if it starts sort of a Brave Dreamish type price from um, from last week. And, um, yeah, should be uh, should be winning. Looks the best on the card.
0: Yeah, I agree. Should be winning. I was two twenty, Campese. Uh, could have had Oof, it. I some of that. Could have had it a bit. Could have had it shorter. I just there's just a niggling. That's what, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had it. I just got this niggling feeling about how genuine Campese is. So, but I don't know. There, there was just something oh. something in the back of my oh. mind about that. So, but um, but that was that was the only reason why it was two twenty rather than odds on or two dollars or something. I just want to. I just that was just an idea thought bubble floating around there and then but that was before I really that was this isn't a strong race let's put it let's put it um it's weak uh, as piss it's weak as piss it's uh it's it's, it's a continuation of of, a, of uh, the races earlier in the card that really lack lack depth and they they're really narrow in their focus in terms of what horses can actually win um, But so can't It's a really nice map as well with the the fact that four of the because it's drawn barrier six four of the
1: runners drawn underneath probably be one two three four yeah rocky path gets back which means chris should be able to slot into fifth or sixth which whichever back he wants to take there on the back of either recharger or karanis and um yeah the next stop the moon being in the race means you're going to have the right tempo in the race geez it's it, it almost ticks too many boxes. Yeah. and It'll be too many people's best bets. Yeah. Um, it might be silken eyes uh, two points two point oh over, but we can't think like that, BJ. Yeah. We all got Captain Chaos up last week somehow. Um, when he looked uh, down the straight. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know whether to take that as a really good win or as a uh, as as a win. I've I've got some uh, some queries on, um, but
0: yeah, I no, it was I, a yeah. good win. It was a good, good, good. Yeah. Good it was win. a Murray. Yeah. It was a good win, mate. Did you get that? Murray Goodwin. You get that joke? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ex, ex uh, West Australian and Zimbabwe cricketer. Could have gone with Simon. Oh,
0: yeah. Murray, yeah, Simon would have gone. Murray Goodwin. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, he okay. was, he yeah, played okay. for Zimbabwe. Yeah, Murray didn't Goodwin. He. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: said, and Western, and Western Australia. That's yep. right. That's right.
0: Yeah, good bat. Scarborough
1: as well, yeah, local good, cricket. Good I bat. Know I mean. the yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Camp Easy. So, uh, Two starts ago go around second to Captain Chaos beating the long neck. That was after, I'm not sure what happened at his West Australian debut at Northam back on the 15th of July, but <laughs> Michael Lane then took him back to a trial, trial which he ran second to, to chatter session. From that trial has since been able to maintain a level running second to Captain Chaos, and I think every man and his dog is well aware that uh, he was a Morali beaten behind Zephyr Queen last start uh, uh, in the same grade mm-hmm. over 1,200 metres. Kiri Yule uh, has been replaced with a Michael Lane stable jockey, Chris Parnum, for this assignment. Uh, Peasy, yeah, this just does look set up for um, and could be a big day for the Lane train, actually. Um, but yeah. um, but Peasy, again is another box ticker, similar to Roman Fleur in the previous, and and it's completely understandable why uh, he is everyone's best bet uh, across across the. Uh, Across the various, um, you know, tipping uh, Western Australian tipping analysis, a, 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 analysts, so um, but geez, what can you really make a strong case for for, for anything else, Guru? Just it's no, hard. That's, that's it's, it's why I so hard. Like um,
1: that's why betting wise, I'm I'm happy to I uh, I'm happy to take the entirety of my bet at the two dollars. It was yeah, the sort of two dollars thirty and in cash early. I'm happy to take the entirety of that because I can't see a supported runner. If if you do a direct line of form through the current market elect, um, second elect OBH, it's Gunmetal Gray sat deep last week and still got over the top of OBH had the fence. OBH probably doesn't find the fence here over a less suitable journey. Um, The the conditions will suit more though. And Gunmetal Gray and, um, and yeah, and then Campisi uh, beat Gunmetal Grey last time out, so the base. There's an odd, light, there's an odd way I'm trying to. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, to it someone, makes I'm sense. Sure. To it. Yeah, and- um, but yeah, you don't even need to. Campesi, if it holds that form and um, and it's not ungenuine, ingenuine. Yeah, just like you uh, said, then um, yeah, it's uh, it should be winning.
0: Okay. So Campesi, dollar uh, eighty Victorian import, looking to make his uh, to record his first win in Western Australia for his new connections. So I think he, I think they got him for a hundred thousand dollars as a tried horse at one of those one of those uh, online sort of auctions. So, uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, so he's obviously got some um, got some talent. This horse, and I think he's going to be well and truly on his way to repaying connections with victory at Belmont on Saturday.
1: Yes. Okay, race number six, and this is the fourth, BJ, the fourth of the four runners we can chuck together for about a uh, – what's the multi? About 50 to one? Oh, it wouldn't be 50 to one, is it? Hang on. What, the multi, these, what, what,
0: the multi, what was the multi last week? About gun, 14 bucks. Gun medal into – who was the second, link? Brave Dream Brave into Captain
1: dream into Chaos. Captain Chaos. Yeah. Captain Chaos. Well, Gunmetal was two seventy bet fair SP. Brave Dream about dollar ninety, and Captain Chaos about three bucks um, bet fair SP. So yeah, it was about th- about my at the time. I think it was about thirteen bucks. I. Um, wasn't smart enough to build myself. It? But, um, well, no. yeah, just this way we can. Last week we lobbed three together. I'm yeah. like a juggler juggling three balls. This way we're going to juggle four balls. Well, you
0: know you're in for a good day. Um, right? Well, you, you know you know the uh, the punting gods are shining on you. And gunmetal grey, three wide, the no cover the entire salutes. Captain Chaos, four wide, looks like getting beaten the entire straight and still wins. It's, oh, thank you, punting god. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate really appreciate your help on this occasion. We just you.
1: knew we were on the right horses. That's all. You just got to, you just got to have the right mindset. Um, <laughs> coming from me, uh, it's about 45, it's about 45 to one, this multi. And the final leg in the Mrs. Max handicap. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully we don't take this one back is, uh, is La Roller Lane train. Um, <laughs> the lane train again. Yeah. Just, a, a, a real, yeah, another real box ticker here. Um, this was a moment I think from McManus. This was our, this was our moment from McManus for the day. Um, he popped up some three dollars eighty earlier, which uh, we I'd be, yeah, you'd be pretty happy to to really? take the entirety of your bet. Yeah, what, I'm, what you, sorry, are I'm, you, I'm, what I'm, are you reeling? I'm looking at
0: I'm looking at, <laughs> at Campesi was two sixty opened. I was looking at the wrong horse. Just the two sixty, yeah.
1: dollars three eighty. So that that was a little bit of a moment from, from uh, from B Mac, but. Martin, Martin. Um, from the mastermind. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Laferola was, uh, it's a horse. I didn't have a proper read on, I don't think going into its last start. And it was interesting that, um, Michael Lane put um, put Kira Yule on his, uh, on his, um, number one runner and Chris Parnham on his number two. I thought that was quite an interesting sort of side note to, uh, to all of that. But, uh, Farola, um, Obviously, a debut campaign. It was just a horse, as I said, I didn't have a proper read on. Debut campaign was a jump and run. Two-year-old, second campaign, uh, was satin sprant from Wide Gates. Uh, the run behind Bumper Humber from last was probably wow. the run of the day. Enormous. yeah. Yeah, then the next campaign is the one I probably didn't have a proper grip on. Uh, the second of Sweet Strawberry. And I think that that run of Sweet Street Strawberry that day was such a good run. That was a – yeah, it's it's hard to put into words how good a run that was. But the effort to run second from La Farola was – Huge. Um, then the three-year-old plate went over the and Now looks good. The three-year-old plate went over Tambora. Really put Tambora all away. But the run that I probably didn't give enough credit to was the run in the um, in the challenge went fifth to layer with uh, Jason Brown on board because usual riders had other bookings. Uh, ran the second quickest last two. Found some trouble at the top of the straight on a firm Ascot track and. Um, yeah, I just didn't quite realise this was one of those promising new season four-year-old brigade, um,
0: and she was quite as good. Um, I as think they had her really pegged as an Oaks filly. Actually, uh, she went and okay. missed either during or immediate or after the challenge, and ha- and had to be spelled. But yeah, they had big plans for La Farola and the last horse to beat the spruker as well. So, um, oh. yeah.
1: Good, good stat. That's
0: very yeah. really good stuff. So yeah, no, she she was class, and that you're right. That challenge states run was underrated. Watch her attack the line if you if you're doing your replays, punters. That was uh, that was uh, very very impressive. And then first up, uh, two weeks ago, she was uh, she looked home there for a stride, didn't she? But uh, unfortunately, ran into a fire breathing notorious one who uh, who um, somehow extricated out of a pocket and put her away late.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you take Notorious one out of that race, and she beats the third horse, down Downforce, uh, by two point seven yeah, lengths. Yeah, yeah. So it was a fair old demolition. Um, yeah, I expect her to be heavily supported. This is a there is some form horses rolling into this race. Um, no, no apology was a last start winner, but really did get a ten out of ten from Brad Parnham on that occasion. Uh, Red Publishers going super in the feature races. It looks a really nice setup with Brad Rawilla going on fifty seven and a half. A nice draw. Um, it's it's the horse I actually mark second favourite um, in this race. I don't think it is the second favourite, BJ. Uh, I think your second favourite is No Apology, um, and then obviously you have the 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 unknown in uh, in Fangio right down the bottom there. First up for Boy Wodgers, so uh, intriguing, intriguing little race. But uh, roll a Barrier Three can land not too far from the speed um, Chrissy Parnick assessed assess conditions to that stage of the day showed it could handle a soft six against a Taurus one and was obviously good on the firm tracks at Ascot so yeah this just trains on this just gets normal luck and uh, this is another one we're going to add to the list I'm two dollars and five cents. La Farola. Wow. Um, there's now Two only around.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty
1: thin. I couldn't, well, I'm 14 to $15 Fangio, BJ. So yeah. I, I'm I'm a take on a Fangio. I'm a take on Kelly's Callisto with Harry Thomas putting some pressure on. I think Kelly's Callisto found the right race and a couple of times.
0: Magnaforce goes forward as well, doesn't it? Yeah, they're yeah.
1: happy to sit with Magna Force traditionally. So yeah. I think Magnaforce will probably park just in behind those two. Okay. Downforce, uh, I give none to from the gate because it's going to be out of its uh, – uh, it's going to be too far back and um, the bar plates come off, which is a, probably a positive. But um, I think when you just lay this race down, it's, uh, it's La rollers race to lose, BJ.
0: Okay, very confident the roll laferola laferola on top for me I wasn't 45 as, 45 bucks the multi I wasn't I wasn't as Ooh. short with my pricing I was 280 laferola um okay. the PRG 205 so if you uh if you want to snap up some of that 27260 on offer it sounds as though this well, this mare is going to be a popular uh, popular selection it, well, I'll say that's my price is two hundred five.
1: At this current price, I'm expecting that yeah, I'm expecting that there will be Money. the runners I just mentioned. A few of those will stay firmish in the market. So, look, I've, I've yeah for the remainder of my bet, I, I probably may hold off and wait for the exchange. But in saying that, I do think this will be very very popular with punters. La Farola.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, we're aligned there. La Farola. Uh That's the fourth. Was that the fourth? Of your four leg mega, that is mega multi. Number four, mega, 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 mega multi. multi. Yeah, the mega, mega multi. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm it can yeah, be that could be your bet
0: fair best betting proposition of the day. Well. And you're so up and about.
1: That's well, yeah, we're, we're lucky on this platform. Um, yeah. I don't know what Justin has on his platform, but on this platform, we're quite lucky to be able to mix and match. And uh, anyone can tip a two dollar pop as their best, but it will add a bit of, add a bit of venom to it and, and chuck, a, chuck a few in a line. It makes it uh, a bit more exciting. So, um, yeah, we'll go the the four timer, we'll go the Hawthorne, we'll go the Hawks, four timer. Okay. All righty, race seven, the race seven. Um, i mean, screaming. I was a little bit. Uh, ah, there we go. I actually, I genuinely didn't have it up. I was, uh, I was a bit sloppy there. That Deccan was uh, on, onto it early. That's um, no, good to see that Quay Cleaner, um, <laughs> really expanding to Group Ones in uh, in Melbourne, isn't it? That's, right. that's pretty big stuff, isn't
0: it? Quay Cleaner. I've got
1: international. I'm the fa- a- I'm the face of the company, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> it's a different company though because that's not. Key clean, but um, yeah, look, let's, let's just move on. Let's just move on. I've lost interest in the rest of the card now. No, I haven't. Um, what do you, what do you like here, BJ? A staying race? Does it accelerate? Do they catch it? Does it lead?
0: Yeah, well, I, I wrote in the leg up that it's they do tend to take turns in these middle distance ratings races. Uh, now, but in saying that, I thought that it was a really good race again for sugarcane doesn't really string them together um does sugarcane but gets in again with 55 kilos from a low draw pike sticks just going to get it. really soft has one off strong uh, off fast to um, uh, faster than average tempos which i think i think they could there's a possibility that they might roll along a touch Make this a genuine test of 2,200 meters. She stays well. Another horse who's got an outstanding record with the with the Wizard in the saddle. He just seems to be the one that uh, that um, she goes best for, and which is understandable because uh, he's the best in the business. But, um, you know, I've, I've got a bit of time for Born to Try. Jury's a bit out on Picture Perfect. Accelerate, I, uh, I do like, but he can be a, bit, be a bit flaky with his peak performances. Accelerate, went really, really good, went really, really fast the other day on a... Um, uh, considering the the going, but. But um, Red Dwarf franked it a bit. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Red Dwarf red, was Red Dwarf, was, yeah, red, right. Yeah. Red Dwarf was used. I've got no doubt about Accelerate's talent, but he just, just how often he can yeah. hit, hit that mark and whether he can do it for two two runs in a row. He sort of has, has 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 a peak performance and then sort of can come off the face of a cliff quite quickly. So, but yeah, this man, like
1: more of a steady campaign. Yeah. Uh, they haven't. They've gone nine fifty sixteen twenty one. He and he ran well at the sixteen hundred meters. Like exactly. You wouldn't have expected him to to finish in photo uh, over a mile Which so suggests um, that he's,
0: he's in a good space maybe, this horse. yeah maybe yeah, yeah. but uh, but that was my only query with accelerate if, if he if he turns up in a similar vein to that class three victory with 59 kilos midweek last start then he should win again if he's if he comes back a bit off that peak then i think a horse like sugar cane can maybe work him over late or born to try they're, they're the three that i'll be focusing on
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm willing to play bet for here. My market's pretty tight with what's happening at the moment. I'm three dollars thirty. Accelerate five dollars. Born to try five eighty. Picture perfect, and I've
0: actually got sugar cane Mm seven bucks.
1: That's probably the less I could have sugar cane. Which is
0: about about right though, because she doesn't. She just doesn't. She's not, she's not a horse that she's not a picket fence horse. She, when, when, when everything like lines up for her, she can win. But yeah, no, exactly, but yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. right.
1: I just had that decoy noxious um, overthought sort of form lines, red dwarf form lines, perhaps a rung below the born to try, picture perfect yeah, form lines for yeah, the journey. Yeah. But they've got the they've obviously got the kids on and yeah. maybe especially born to try, how much sound um, how much of a platform it has going into this, uh, a little freshen up now. It's a milder 2200. Um, yeah, Now this is, this is a very open race. You run this race four or five times, you probably get four or five different results. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look at Betfair cause none of the early prices have pushed me towards a bet
0: and, um, and see what it's doing on the day and work around those odds. Okay. Yeah. I was $4. Uh, accelerate five dollars sugar cane. Mark Accelerate favourite, but um, just just there's a couple of little queries floating around about for mine anyway about Accelerate and how yep. often he can no, uh, he can hit that mark. But um, if he does, it's his race. Otherwise, sugar cane is and and born to try the biggest dangers for mine.
1: Yep, very good, very good. The um, sometimes with those staying races, you get in a roll sometimes, mm. like you're seeing them well, and you go bang, 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 and it, it all uh, you sort of. You find the right horse the right race, um, yeah, but uh, it's a hard thing to do. Anyway, we're on to the, uh, we're on to the Jolly Beggar, the, the JB Begar. Stakes, uh, the $100,000 race
0: over the one. Do you know much about Jolly Beggar, the horse?
1: No, no.
0: Jolly Beggar. Didn't even know it was a horse. Jolly Beggar is in the West Australian Racing Hall of Fame. This horse won a caricature plate at 2 a WA Derby at three, a Perth Cup at four, and a Doncaster handicap at Randwick as a six year old. So this was yeah, right. yeah, fair fair horse, jolly beggar. So he won the he won the nineteen oh eight caracata plate. Nineteen oh eight. Nineteen oh eight. Were you there for that one? Nineteen oh eight jolly beggar he sweated up mm. in the yard bad that day but um but yeah he still still <laughs> <laughs> still managed to uh get the job done so what a horse so he's uh he's yeah. a worthy worthy hall of famer he's jolly beggar carracata derby perth cup dig deep could only win one of those so there you go it says something about <laughs> jolly yeah, Be- well
1: we're still going we're still going what have we won we won a old oh, comrade a a Karakata, uh, uh, a rhythmic, oh, no, right. a, a, no, a, 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 a Hannah's Handicap. Yeah. We've won. Yeah, we've got a fair bit. Yeah. Um, hang on, sorry. That's when we record the show in four weeks time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, good good stuff. Yeah. Um, but what did you make of this race? What did you make
0: of it? Difficult? I I, uh, I, th- I thought it was um I thought it, I thought I did think it was very tricky actually I mean I saw the the market was out by the time I got around to doing the form for this race so which is always mm-hmm. do you think it's, it's always a bit hard when you notice the market and it sort of it has uh, it I don't look, of, yeah. I know so it just came up uh, on the right hand side of Chris and uh, that's what she said yeah <laughs> came up on the right hand side of Chris and I sort of got a glance at it, and I was like, oh, it sort of sort of skewed me a bit. So I imagine mm-hmm. that you were able to uh, to look at this through fresh eyes. So, but for me, I, I found it a, a, a real challenge because I see Red, I see Red, a, a horse who's um, who uh, I've um, been I've been following, and and you've obviously got a good association with all the way back from his debut in Kalgoorlie. That was a that was a really good win to get over the top of of all day session first up but then he steps up in grade to the to this which is a 77 plus gets his first opportunity to match motors with some season quality sprinters and um yeah it's, it's going to be interesting to see see how he measures up but you did throw a question in the mastermind and which could be the which could be a big Key or a big piece of the puzzle, Paul Harvey riding 55 kgs, which is a rarity, but uh, he is doing it to to make sure that he secures the mount on Icy Red, Icy Red and the Jolly Beggar on Saturday. What are you taking? How much of that do you take into consideration? Uh, well, Luke
1: Luke told us that he, uh, he rang him and asked him and Harvey didn't sound too keen. And then he said, oh, it's for Icy Red. And then Harvey was pretty keen. So obviously Paul likes the horse, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Um, getting the ride on a... Uh, a f- short price favorite in a, over the thousands. Um, but yeah, I, I, look, I see red, I see red went up $3.50 with, uh, with Brad Bett first thing yesterday. And I, um, I was like, right. Oh, we hopped to a little bit of that. And I was thinking, yeah, we'll tip that at that price. That's definitely the go. Cause I'm $2.80. I see red, I see red, but now at $2.30 across the board, you sort of go, well, it's, it's no longer the bet. It's no longer where we want to focus our attention. So yeah, um, yeah. It's, so you're I think you're, it's a,
0: you're changing lanes.
1: Well, it's all price oriented, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, of course. it's that's that's the thing. It's 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 everything's price oriented
0: with me. I can so you're um, you're on you're on IC Red, IC red at the overs, right? So what happens now?
1: Well, I've only got a small bet, just mm-hmm. to, to bet what I can win on the um on the, the limited account. Um but from a race point of view, I mean, how did you map it? Like, I think that's probably the best way to assess this. Is I've, do you have Charlton Eddy um, leading the race?
0: Well, I had – there's a few different permutations, but I, I yeah. settled on Charlton Eddy crossing IC Red, IC Red. I, I think they'll be happy to let Charlton Eddy cross and lead.
1: Yeah, that was my thought process too. I don't think it's an impossibility for IC Red, IC Red to kick
0: up and lead. Yeah, not impossible, um, but I don't know whether they—they they, that's the preferred option I think or not. That, I
1: think the plan will just be where it's happy. Yeah. I think the, the plan is just sort of, um, yeah, let the horse, um, yeah, tell him if it wants to lead or wants to sit on its back. And, and uh, uh, the, I, the fact it let down nicely the other day, and I think Luke's always been saying that, is I don't think there'll be any issues doing so. I think if they go straight to the top, it'll be hard to beat. Yeah. Um, but with a sit on Charlton Eddie's back, there's always that little bit of a concern that Charlton Eddie's not going all that well. It's ran dead last. Us two and two separate campaigns. potentially um, excuses for the pair, but maybe not as well. It just maybe isn't going that well. So you don't want a horse stopping on you. Know, I, I had don't fuss in the breeze. Now, besides Paul Harvey himself, who's the jockey you do not want to be trying to push out underneath?
0: Oh good William luck. Pike. Good luck. Yeah. yeah good William luck Pike. Yeah. So yeah. He puts you in a vice sometimes, Only not he? The Pikey just yeah. uh, good luck.
1: Yeah. 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 Harvey is probably the biggest at doing it, but Pikey'd be number two.
0: Um, yeah. I, I thought that'd be once again be aggressive with Starfield Impact again. Magic Mike, just yeah. uh just handlebars uh, down at a situation. Three again, wide one. Yeah, Get yeah. Three yeah wide if line. If, it, if, it, if she can't if she can't cross to the breeze, then yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Leading the three-wide line, I, yeah. I think that um, they'd like to go forward with reflectivity, but I think back to the thousand, it, it might not have the dash to yep. get there. So it, it's going to be prominent. And Ambiente um, will son sort of, of
0: a be, god, Ambionte will be kicking up trying to hold a spot, yep. whether he can or not. I don't know. So
1: Ambionte kicks up to hold a spot, son of a god, and um, son of a god's a better horse. Probably racing closer to the tempo. Um, I think they'll be happy with a three-wide line. So I don't think Son of a Got to be defensive out of the gates. But Chrissy Parnham is a is a patient jockey, so it's one. And then you've got Excellent Dream from Eight. What what do you envisage? Um, the plan will be there. Do you, do you think that'll be a cold ride with um, perhaps the Farnley or something else in the future as, as the main aim? What what's your thought process? Because it's not impossible An Excellent Dream could lean up the three-wide line. Yeah,
0: initially I thought so, yeah. initially I thought they would they would go forward. Uh, however, mm-hmm. uh, there's this. It's just a messy map for excellent dreams. So I imagine first up for the Solomon A Milliard that they'll be a bit more conservative. Maybe maybe uh, grab old try to find a three wide trail. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So there's basically there's a lot happening. We're going to see a three wide line. Have you got queries on Charlton
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Major queries Charlton Eddie. So it's one of those races where. They could bunch, um, as I said. I, I, yeah, he, they, was, they he, could was be a, he was beaten. He was
0: beaten a long way from home the other day, which was uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I don't. That's you a know, concern know,
1: coming. Yeah, yeah that's I don't know a concern. Whether, two, uh, two whether, dead whether Sean and
0: Jake Casey would obviously he's doing. He must be working well at home, or whatever, because you would have on. That's a sort yeah. of that's almost like a spell or let up, freshen up, start again type run, you know. But they've pushed on with him, and they're going to. So yeah, he must be. They must be happy with him at least to accept.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And uh, if he finds his best form, this map's a it's a dream. Yeah, um, he's definitely a, a winning chance. But uh, look, the only horse that we haven't spoke about from a possible speed map point of view is Jericho Missile, and I reckon Jericho Missile might be the uh, the forgotten runner here. Um, if this was twelve hundred meters, I'd probably just about declare Jericho Missile. But Jericho Missile is definitely a better horse over twelve hundred, um, not the thousand. But um, if you go back through Jericho, especially the, the last run with the apprentice on from last, it was huge uh, the way he hit the line. Um, ran, ran second in this race
0: last year, by the way.
1: Ran second in this race behind Money Matter yeah, last vital, year. Well, I say he's. He's a horse that's going really, really well. The heavy 10 run two back, he's a horse better on top of the ground. That's why I'm really, I'd love to see a soft five um, come the day. But I, the, the way I see this race being run and potentially all bunching up. And if I see Red does find a bit of bother on the back of Charlton Eddie, I reckon Jericho Missile clearly runs the quickest last hundred here. And I can't justify Jericho Missile being 20 bucks and don't fuss being $4.60. Yeah. I just don't feel like there's that much of a differential in their chances in this race. So look, I'm, I'm $7.50 Jericho missile, so I haven't got it super short or anything. But, again, at $20 each way and the way – with a messy map and just a messy way this race looks and a horse that goes really nicely for Kira Yule, um, I think this looks winnable. If they can find the right back, if they're on the back of Son of a God or whatnot, I, I think this 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 looks really winnable. Um, yeah, but it looks winnable for half the field, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I was $10 Jericho, so um... – I, I thought he was the knockout for mine, uh, swooping late. But um, but yeah, I, I'm sticking with the icy red, icy red, icy red. Obviously, the price. I was I was thinking high twos, maybe stretched him out to three dollars. Um, so that price. What, what price are you? Th- I was three dollars. I settled on three dollars. How
1: packages. how can we tip him at two thirty then?
0: Well, I've I've already I've already done it in in my leg up, so I can't really do the uh, leg up. I'm just staring. I'm else. just staring. Yeah. Um, oh, you can. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. They often do that. Prices change, then everything changes. So that so icy red, icy red on top. I thought that uh, don't fuss is racing really well. Bennett off, Pike on. I can see why there was um, why he's he's hard in the market. That horse as well, uh, 460 compared to icy red. Icy red's 230. So yeah, I didn't really know what to do with the the two Salmon A Miller runs. Although I do expect a more a better performance from Son of a God coming back in grade. And I think they're just going to be a little bit more more patient with him, uh, conserve, peel, and let him hit the line. But, uh, but yeah, just going to stick with Icy Red. Icy Red from a tipping point of view, the price isn't there, though. So at the moment, um, I, I, my hands are tied in, in that regard. I, I tend to think it might get back out again, Icy Red. Um, but the data what's is the data what's big, the data telling big, me yeah dollar um, dollar
1: type thing the Branch. data's big oh, i see red i see red and it's uh, it was funny i was talking to crypt this morning and it's it's sort of it's he's showing consistency with a particular rating which puts him sort of ahead of this field it hasn't been just like a flash in the pan run so um yeah he uh he, he could be the real deal, but the funny thing is, and we'll talk about the last in a second. You've got the all day session for them, and yeah. all day sessions going around at seven dollars in an easier yeah, way when there is, was nothing between them. So, which,
0: so the, um, the the data on you know the data has him sure It's just I, I think the, uh, the the you know with Brad's initial price as well, and with my three dollars is. Um, it was the class rise, you know what I mean. Like, how's he going to handle yep. this? But, uh, but the data suggests that he's, uh, he's, he's well. Uh, according to Terry's, he's he's uh, going to be too fast. So we'll see how we'll see how it pans out. I think I think IC Reds a really really progressive. Four year old on the up, um, gets in well at the uh, well place at the weights. Um, so yeah, we'll see if he can measure up to this company. But um, yeah, nice horse.
1: Yeah. IC Red, my uh, market elect, but uh, current prices. Jericho missile each way at twenty yeah, bucks. Yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Happy I'll, to be on. Sorry, yeah. I'm just, I'm just giving you a bit of a stir. There's a bit of a up there, haven't I? No, no, that's okay. Uh, the, um, but yeah, what, what price did you have IC Red initially before markets came out? Uh, I am two dollars eighty, but yeah. I had a that was
1: I had it three dollars before looking at the data. Yeah, and I changed yeah. it to two dollars eighty. I don't let the data really affect me a huge amount in that sense. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it's more but yeah. of
0: a more of a guide as to how the how the market may may play out. So that two thirty, so it might not bounce back out too far from the current two thirty quote. So uh, anyway, we'll yeah. see what that does.
1: I, I find that when I do the markets without the data, I'm far more accurate than with the data. To be honest. So okay. um,
0: yeah,
1: all right. It is. Uh, it's now time for a uh, remote, remote a TV remote control version of the uh, the get out stakes
0: S T E A K. S, BJ, The extremely popular get-out steaks, ever increasing in its popularity as the get-out steaks, brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Bell Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, one of the legends of the game, he he and his team they run a tight ship, and they are terrific operators out there at Market City Meats. So drop in, say good day. Timmy will look after you, that is for sure and certain. So congratulations to our Episode 91 winner, Kieron Loveridge. Kieron, what a day. So how is this? He's he's nailed the exact 0.22 length margin with Captain Chaos in the get-out, and then Kieron went to the awards night, Saturday night, and uh, a horse that he part-owns, Exportman, claimed the uh, champion two-year-old of, of the season. So he has turned Yush. one on. Easy game, yeah. All the way from Albany, putted up for the weekend, and just was just dominant across the board. So put uh, put him away, put him away. (laughs) So uh, a weekend to remember for uh, for Kieran, and he uh, he put a photo up of his collect uh, from Market City meets on Twitter as well. So we always appreciate celebrating the wins with our listeners. So to enter this week's Get Out Stakes race nine at Belmont on Saturday. Hit us up at the One One Pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win, and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And just FYI, listeners, the second decimal has been crucial in in separating some some absolute thrilling, nail biting results lately. So don't forget, it's very important if you want to succeed in this game, Terry. And something you can't forget, also of course, is the Sam Wright rule. First in, best dressed. First it was best in, dressed the other night. He really scrubbed up well. First in best dressed. Uh, at the awards night. Yeah, it was, a, it was the best dressed. Actually, I saw Brennan was wearing a bow tie. Looked uh, very yeah, very, very, dapper, very dapper, did Brennan. Um, so that. Uh, Pete again, Anthony's. Yes. Pete Anthony's <laughs> came,
1: came straight from. Um, he came straight from. Um,
0: it like he came uh, straight w- from a Nine Inch Nails uh, concert or something like that, did Pete Anthony Yeah, he looked. Looked like he came straight from a WWE matchup, the,
1: the Undertaker outfit just, just straight into the awards. So, um, no, it was uh, that no, was everyone dressed up very well. L30, I was disappointed that he told me he was going to wear the footy shorts, and uh, <laughs> he um, he blew the dust, blew the dust off the
0: old suit, and uh, nah, it looked a million bucks. What about the anyway. uh, the Durant Racing got the whole stable up on stage? How many staff yeah, do they a- have? Bloody hell. There's a bit happening there, wasn't there? It? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good good operation, and there's plenty of uh,
1: yeah, plenty of plenty of sharp ones and and fast ones no, that could, are coming out moment They could put them
0: all on the uh, on the stable. There's a cast of thousands out there at, at the uh, Durant Racing Establishment, but um, but yeah, so but yeah, no, nah, it was a good good night uh, it was it was had by all. And um, do you reckon Stevie Parnham's um recovered from the ear-bashing you gave him on Saturday no, night too? I, I, I don't know if Stevie
1: listens, but, uh, yeah, I think I was, uh, yeah, just trying to impart some advice and just talking racing. I just got a bit – I was just off the bit, as I said. Just maybe um, maybe going toe-to-toe with them eating on the, on the red wines wasn't uh, too sharp, but, yeah. Uh, it was all. Uh, it was good fun. It was a very good fun night, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, our conversations <laughs> that I remember in depth.ly
0: <laughs> Race nine is the furfy handicap, the get out stakes. Uh, we sold a-, a
1: couple of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, one thousand meter ratings sixty six plus day uh, handicap to finish jolly beggar stakes day. And now, what's going on here? Friend of the podcast, LK Luke Bernie. He has thrown a real spanner in the uh, in in the mix here, hasn't he? Um, spin the knife. Yeah. Shadowcloth number twelve, a three-year-old having its four-star in a race taking on the older horses in a uh, Reading 66 Plus event. So on paper, oh 55 55 kgs, minimum weight, William Pike on board. However, dig a little bit deeper and this This three year old should actually be carrying 52 kilos so a it's a 65 rider in a 66 so it should have if there was no minimum it should have 54.5 and then it's missing out on its two and a half kilo uh three old allowance for uh for this time of the year so in actual fact it's not all that well in at 55 when it should be carrying 52 kilos how much do you take that into consideration when assessing this race especially considering it's only a 1000 meter Journey, and also, how rare is it to see a uh, a new season three-year-old taking on the older horses in uh, in September?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, it, it is different. I went through for a bit of sort of precedence in regards to how, um, forgetting the penalty, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. I'm sure Spin the Knife would get there and uh, it would get to its rating pretty quickly uh, if it won the Caracata. It would be. Carrying 58 in this race or 59, yeah, or but you're like an AD, you know, try to AD do some, to do some like mental math, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be carrying a lot more. Um, so it is what it is in that sense um but yeah obviously it would have been a lot nicer to find a 60 plus where it would have got in on the minimum rather than a 66 plus on the minimum and but um, obviously
0: it goes good so um yeah it goes
1: very well i think i think looks pretty excited about saturday and, with uh, that uh, the knife.
0: and another element to it is it, it dashed up in a 400 meter trial just on monday as well so the monday to the saturday the yep. the uh some people that's a that's a massive red flag. Oh, so, um, for
1: me, it's a massive red flag. Usually yeah. that's over the, the 400 metres is probably a different story because mm-hmm. um, the horse is probably going to have that type of search and gallop once or twice during the week. You'd think at home before the race. So um, it's just that it's been, um, it's just that it's been made public, I guess. And the yeah, fact yeah. it was a trial. It was um, machine-like too, yeah, not Bloody hell.
0: 23 yeah. one 8 on the bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the time, Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah, especially with a heavy uh, heavyweight jockey in the saddle in Mitch Pateman. So um, it wasn't like it was car- carrying a feather either. Um, yeah, look, I don't, I don't know what to make you spin the knife here. It's, it's a really difficult one to place. Uh, I marked it a, a $5 favorite, but it wasn't the horse I really wanted to focus on or be on. I, I knew that this will probably be the, the supported runner. I'm presuming Pike Barrier 1. Uh, up and comer. Um, his figure on debut was huge. Uh, yeah, he could blouse us, you know, if he kicks up and holds out Olga Louisa, he, could, um yeah, he could blouse this, but there's a chance they sit. Uh, he did sit. He, he made a mess of the starter once um, last campaign and in a trial as well from memory. So if they, do, if they are forced to sit, it's a different race and a different kettle of fish there yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, so
0: went back from gate 12 in the supremacy and um, flash late in the race won by Lee, while well, it was a good, yeah. good form reference. It was a really, really eye-catching performance. So, so he doesn't have to lead as such.
1: But no, I don't have many form references from early season three-year-olds, and I was trying to find a couple all-day session as discussed a few weeks ago. Raced against the older horses uh, as a new season three-year-old, that was in November though, and um, absolutely gave them a scene to a good a good bunch of um, a good bunch of runners too, and gave them a scene to be carrying weight. So, yeah, look, it's it's very interesting. I, I, the new season four-year-olds make sense for me. Um, but the new season three year olds, who knows? I'm yeah, I'm intrigued to see what happens here. And this is a I think the last few get out stakes, BJ's have been pretty uh notorious one. Captain Chaos, has been some real popular runners. And I think spin the night with the most popular runner here. Um but 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 there's gonna um, be there's gonna
0: be plenty. There's there's a few different options, isn't there, around? Yeah, spin the night, Exactly sure.
1: right. Yeah. Exactly right. Which way, which way are you
0: going? Well, I just I'm backing in Luke Fernie. He looks he had a bit of a swagger on Saturday night. It looks like he's he's pretty happy <laughs> with where the where his team's at, where the operation and the direction it's heading. This is wild, wild placement from from Luke Fernie, but uh, it's just so unique that I'm just gonna have to back him in. I've got to spin the knife on top. Uh, How'd you mark it? Yeah, well, how do you, I, I I landed i just landed on 380 but um yeah i don't even know what, what is it at the moment 370 365 or yeah. something like that but but yeah it was a funny old race to price but um i just thought like for him to be ambitious in this way uh book pike look at uh, look at this race as a as a as as the first up assignment for spin the knife and with with that kind of bold um decision making then you have gotta back your man in don't you yeah, I yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I think so. <laughs> I, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I just I went all I went spin the knife all day session. Loves the Belmont thousand flying, uh, the map. It could be could be a little bit sticky for all day session, but it's um you can't can't fault its recent thousand meter form. And then of course you got your established thousand meter horses. Mood swings goes. Goes good. Uh, our boy Dylan was very sharp down the pin, a thousand, and and Silken Eyes I expect to, to to rebound and put in a better performance. So, and that's le- that's not even factoring horses like Strathmore Rose, who's um, who hasn't done anything wrong really for Roy Rogers and Chris Parnham, and and of course um, Olga Louisa, who probably can't win, but is is jumping, running, and and being consistent. So there's a few different ways mm-hmm. to to look at this race, but I thought. If spin the knife is the horse that he's projected to be, he could just be too good for them. But if not, a horse like all day sessions or mood swings could uh, could be the winning the winning go.
1: How's all day session? Um- Seven bucks in a sixty-six plus, and uh, I see red in a seventy-eight plus going around at two dollars thirty. And all day session wasn't and even really the as swings, last up, isn't, so no, you know, not at all. Yeah. It was going too well. Brad couldn't restrain and find the cover that he wanted to, and he was forced to sort of go to the top. And he was a sitting duck late. So, like, it's arguable that all day session was a better run than um, than I see red. I see red. They both had merit for their own reasons, but um, yeah, look, it's been the knife just getting a little bit short for me. I mm. sort of marked a favorite, but a longer favorite. Um, I've got. Strathmore Rose and our boy Dylan a lot longer in the market and mood swings and, and all day session at around that like $7 all day session. I'm for what was I about five bucks all day session and six bucks mood swings. So they're not really big bets or anything of that nature at this stage, but, um, look with all day session, you, you really want to wake up and see if, if it's still a soft seven on, on Saturday morning, you go, oh, here we go. There or if go, uh, you yeah. see, I, I see red, I see red, I see red, put them away in the, um, in the feature race, the race before, then again, you probably go, "Jesus, seven bucks all day session is looking wonderful if that price is still there. Um, but yeah, a lot of, I raced a lot of different permutations pretty happy to take on Strathmore Rose at the four twenty. 20. It's one that I've, uh, I've marked around and, um, a watch BJ, a watch, um, Sue Olive has bought a lot of horses at dispersal sales recently. Yep. And if she can get the best out of mystical view, um, it can win this race. Clint Johnson and Porter Barrier too. It's a it's a really nice setup, yep. but there's a lot of trust required uh, if you're going to have a punt. So uh, good luck for, for Sue Olive and the team. I think they spent... Oh, from memory, it was 100 grand. BJ, yeah, uh, 100 plus, um, I think. Something 100, probably 140 100 plus. or something. yeah. Yeah, they've spent a couple of bobbies. So, uh, look, for their sake, um, I hope that Mystical View runs a nice race. And, uh, yeah, it's probably more from a breeding point of view yeah. than Mystical View, I'd say. But uh, her best is, um, yeah, more than good enough. Her best and she's favourite here, in all fairness. So, good luck.
0: To the team with mystical view. Okay, all right. So yeah, it's uh, good luck. <laughs> good, not only good luck to the team with mystical view. Good luck, punters. Whoops. Yeah, working out this get out stakes. This is a tricky one. But um, so if you're if you manage to to get this right, then uh, then hats off to you because yeah, this is this is a bit. More challenging than than the uh, half trackers that uh, half volleys that have been dished up in the last few weeks. So but that brings our preview mm-hmm. to a close. Let's take a break and we'll come back with our betfair best, our maddies, and our lays of the day. Punters, it is our, it was time for our Bet Fair Best betting propositions of the day. Over to the Perth Racing Guru. What's your bet fair best, mate? Uh,
1: my bet fair best is race number five, Camppeasie. All up. Race number six, Laugh Roller. All up. Race number
0: four, Roman flirt. All up. Race number one, General Grant. That's out of order, but we get
1: (laughs) I've done I've done that in in preferential. I've done that in preferential. So if you want to do the double or trebles, or if you're thinking that way. Yeah. Focus in that sort of order. That, that makes that's sense. that's the order of confidence, is that right? That's the order of confidence. Okay. And he also, I think, very close to the order of them as well. So okay. yeah. I'm
0: with you. So there I'm, you go. I'm with you. Camp Easy is my bet fair best of the day as well. Uh okay. Lay, who are we laying? I found it really my lay my, Lockie Taylor and mine lay one last week. Politia. Um Yeah. And Muppet, my- <laughs> Muppet's dead so I won
1: one because I uh, well on the Betfair edge I laid Montalay, but with you blokes I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be a wanker and take on uh, Red Dwarf, so I laid it for the place oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it ran third. <laughs> it ran it was, actually, I was laughing at Mate, the time. It was a big run. It was a big run. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Who'd you lay? Uh, race nine,
1: Strathmore Rose. I'm surprised it's equal favourite. Um, I think it'll drift wildly from that mark. So, yeah, no major lays on the card. But race. Nine, number 10, Strathmore Rose is well unders at that price for me.
0: I'm taking on race one, number one, Speedy Miss. I think that's General Grant's race to, to win. And I just think uh, Speedy Miss, four twenty second fave. I'm happy to take, take on that, Mayor, um, in the opening event of the day. Madness. Uh, well, I've just, my best
1: is 45 to one. So it's hard to, um, it's hard to, uh, <laughs> it's hard to top that, but, uh, we'll go for an individual runner this week and I've, I have Jericho missile each way. So, um, yeah, Jericho missile, I'm, I'm just under, I'm under the $10 and you can get 20 bucks each way. Um, also shout out to, um, Lindram Walter, who I mm. uh, I think will be probably running for third, um, but yeah, it's a rarity. It's a rarity you get to take um near twenty dollars for a, a pie course. You actually give us some type of outside chance. But uh, race eight, Jericho Missile, a bunched field, quickest last two hundred. Back yourself. One of the owners will be saying, <laughs> "Yes,
0: back yourself." I'm with you again. Jerko Missile is my Maddie of the day. Uh, honorable mention. No, Don't be surprised to see a horse by the name of Barra Magic running Cheeky Race in race four over, over the mile in the, uh, that's in the Roman Flirt Race. Barra Magic, best available, $20 at the moment. That's my honorable mention from a Maddie point of view.
1: So a good uh, good trial behind dictator. We well, have to see how dictator goes at the races though. Yet to make its debut. But um, yes, yes, yeah,
0: it, was, it was a good trial behind dictator, wasn't it? It was a good trial behind the dictator. Yep. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. well named dictator. So mm. uh, well that's uh, that's it. That's
1: it. That's We're it. Uh, we've got there. We're at the end. A remote edition. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week, Bj.